T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I don't know if we want it. I don't know if we need it. But we know that you need it. And you keep coming back for it enthusiastically, especially on Mondays right now. Why? (laughs) Because after years and yesterday after hours of incredibly bad luck on the non-football side, the football team has this innate ability Courtesy of Ron Rivera, the coaches, trainers, support staff, ball boys, balls, you name it. From 1 o'clock on Sunday to 4.15 on Sunday. This football team has the innate ability to block out all of the stuff that this team doesn't do right administratively to go out and play some football on Sundays. They do it competitively. They do it creating good fortune for themselves. And good fortune for themselves is good fortune for us on Monday mornings. That's exactly right, Dan. Happy Thanksgiving to you, wherever the hell you are. Okay? Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. To you, Mrs. Snyder, Jerry, and his under 500 team at Appalachian State that disappointed a lot of college football this year despite going to Texas A&M and getting a victory. That's right. The Sun Belt sucked. James Madison rolled into town, blew up the Sun Belt, took advantage of Coastal Carolina with no Grayson McCall this weekend. Dukes 47, Coastal, who was 9-1, 7. But that is not the subject of the day. No, it's not Jerry Snyder playing tight end one day for the Washington Commanders. It's the team playing right now in uniform. Black uniforms yesterday, looking like the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's okay. However, hey, look, if the if the if the Steelers organization rubs off on the football players, we'll take it. It was that kind of a day yesterday for Washington. Someone had the horseshoe stuck up their rear end at the right time for the Washington Commanders yesterday. But that's what happens when things are going well. Matt Essig's on the other side of the glass. He's awaiting your calls at 301-230-0980. Be courteous to him when you call in this morning. Russell's on the other side of this board. I am here talking to you. Rufio, you were there. You were in attendance. You saw the paw of 94 change the fortunes of the Washington football team. Seconds away from disaster because Cordero Patterson was open. Whether you like the call from Arthur Smith or not. Hey, Art, I know you wanted to beat Washington yesterday 
So Dan would say, boy," or your dad would say, boy," but don't outthink yourself, pal. You had my guy Tyler Algier running down Washington's throat. You tried to get cute. You know what happens when you get cute and you get too cute. Sometimes things backfire. The makeup gets wiped off, and Deron Payne did just that in the nick of time for Washington. Good morning, Mr. Russell. Hello. Good morning, Pedro. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, indeed. Uh, Dan Snyder, we're still celebrating Thanksgiving, so apparently he didn't want to get booed at the Sean Taylor uh, tribute. Uh, That was nice of him. Um, But his team won a game that they probably shouldn't have won. I mean, it's pretty obvious. So we can celebrate. Uh, And I was thinking as I was watching that game, uh, and not until that last drive, oh, God, they could lose this game 20 to 19. Well, as soon as as Sly missed the extra point, you knew that that was going to be a possibility. Yes, but, I mean, I, I always... I always tend to be skew on the negative, right? So I was trying to remain in a positive frame of mind. Uh, I was... As you allegedly argued with those in the press box about Mr. Sly. Well, you know, somebody brought that up. I forget who... He's a sly guy. I forgot who started that. He Uh, likes French fries. Again, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I I think it's more than reasonable to have a, a concern about Joey Sly before the extra point, after the extra point. I mean, maybe he's not as bad as I think he is at times uh, with some really close calls, even on makes, but that's okay. That's fine. The numbers obviously tell you that he's right there and and good and effective and all that stuff. I just expect more, especially on a team with very little margin for error. And you almost got burned by that exact scenario yesterday because up 19-13 with a minute left or whatever it was – uh, I guess it was a minute and three seconds left when they ran that final play intercepted by Kendall Fuller off of the deflection by Deron Payne. You know, I really thought, genuinely thought, they were going to lose that game by the one point. And, I, I, you know, I remember saying on CBS Sports Radio when I was doing the updates with Zach Gelb, I said, you know, this could come back to haunt them. This is the type of loss that not only could hurt your playoff chances significantly, because if you think about it, you would have dropped to six and six. Atlanta would have improved to six and six. They would have had head to head tiebreaker on you. And on top of that, Pedro, on top of that, if you say you lose that game, right? There's. Your conference record, which was already blemished because of the Detroit game, which, right. I mean, again, if they miss out by a game, that's the game that's going to come back and bite them. However, I mean, Chris, right now, that despite, you know, their best efforts yesterday to try and allow Atlanta to win that game, Everything is is breaking Commander's way. A lot of things are, yes. Right now. But if you would have lost that game, as we found out later in the afternoon, this was the point that I was stuck on and I was trying to think of, uh, like, where was I going with this besides the obvious 6-6 six and six, trail tiebreaker with Atlanta, so on Seattle and so forth. Seattle losing to Vegas With Seattle too. losing to Vegas, you would have lost an opportunity to move it for whatever that's worth. Again, this it is November 28th. Okay, the season does not end until either January 7th or January 8th, depending on when they put that last Dallas home game, Mm -hmm. uh, because it could be a Saturday. It could be a Sunday. Right. And and for all we know, it might be Sunday night primetime. 
right, in that final week of the regular season. If the commanders need to get in, if Dallas maybe has a shot at the division, who knows? We'll see. Uh, but the the bottom line is, the bottom line is, is they would have missed out on all of that. The opportunity to go seven and five, two games over five hundred for the first time since pre-Alex Smith. In terms of his leg injury, six and four was the last time this team was two games over five hundred. That's a long time ago, two thousand eighteen. It's now almost December 2022. They would have lost on getting Ron Rivera his 100th career head coaching win combined regular season and postseason. They would have missed the opportunity to have two three-game winning streaks, separate ones, in the same season for the first time since 2005. And what would the conversation be this morning? If they would have lost that game, whether it was his fault or not, the conversation would be, because I know I was thinking it, and everyone should have been thinking it, was whether Taylor Heineke was actually going to start again this Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the New York Giants. And the answer now is yes. Yes, he will. And yes, he should. The answer, if they would have lost, is not so fast, my friends. I don't know about that. And we would have had a pretty damn big debate until Ron Rivera leaked it to Ian Rappaport. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, you're right about that. And let, let's face it, you know, it, I, I wish we could go back and find the tape. It would be hard to dig through a lot of it now. I, I, I started to try and go through it a little bit last night to find it, but the exact same thing that Ron said they had to improve from, they're doing again. He said, we can't go into another season trying to win 17-15. And they're doing it again. However, slight improvement yesterday, 19-13. So they picked up two points. And they dropped And they gave up points. two less right. points. So instead of winning 17-15, they're winning 19-13. Yeah. So here's, here's what we have to come to grips with. They're going to have to win 1913. Uh, they, I mean, it's, that's just what they are. Yesterday, were they maybe a little more conservative because of the weather? Yeah, it's potentially the case. But yesterday, Brian Robinson, absolute sledgehammer. They stuck with it, whether he got two yards on a carry or six yards on a carry. And as I tweeted last night, you know, the, my – my second biggest takeaway from the game was here's a man who got shot in August and is somehow mentally and physically performing at a high level, which is a testament to him and those in his inner circle and around the team that have helped him get through this process. Because to see him performing like that is extraordinary under the circumstances, particularly getting shot in the leg, which is what you use to, you know, perfect your craft you're a running back you must run that's what your job entails those are your I mean those are your tools of 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 your profession and to see him doing what he's doing under the circumstances is just incredibly uh substantial to me uh that he has the mental and physical wherewithal uh to be able to play now and do his thing for his team and himself and look I mean Scott we we chided Scott Turner for 
not sticking with the run in the past, but running the football right now is where this team needs to make its its hay. It, it's where it needs to make its bacon because no matter how many reps he gets in practice, the quarterback keeps doing the same thing. He'll make he'll make some good throws, but there's always going to be a couple per game where you got to hold your breath because those still keep happening. Those aren't improving, and that's who he is. So as long as they keep winning, it's great. Now, two, the opponents ratchet up. The, the opponent gets better the next two weeks. Yes, I know the Giants have struggled a little bit here over the last couple of games. You hope that's them hitting a wall. You hope that it's a collection of injuries that they've had that has slowed them down, particularly on offense, where they've not been able to execute. Which, quite frankly, Chris, that's the matchup you want right now. You want an offense that's struggling against your defense that's doing a lot of things right for the most part right now. Well, because you don't want an opposing offense, even on a normal day or a fairly okay day for them, to be in the mid twenties because you can't get there. You don't want right. You don't want to be and you don't want to be behind. Yeah. Well, so you don't want to be behind, man, because. That's that's the one good thing too, Chris. They've been good at not falling behind. Right. right. Uh, well, right. Be, I mean, they've had some disastrous first halves in games. Detroit week two, Philadelphia week three. Worth noting, uh, disastrous first halves with both Wentz and Heineke. Yes. Green Bay, Heineke, mm-hmm. uh, week what was seven, eight, whatever it was. Uh, the Indianapolis game was not great in the first half, so on and so forth. Um, let me give you a couple of numbers. 19 points yesterday, 23 points last week against a terrible Houston team. 32 points on the Monday night game against Philadelphia. But remember, six of those points came on the final play of the game and was generated from the defense on a crazy lateral, what have you. So, I mean, that's not really indicative of the offense. And the the defense also created three other takeaways which helped you in that game keep Philadelphia off the field, get you back on the field, give you more opportunities to score, so on and so forth. That was their best overall offensive game in this stretch. 17 points against the Vikings, 17 points against the Colts, 23 points in the aforementioned game against Green Bay, 12 points against Chicago, 17 points against Tennessee, 10 points against Dallas, 8 points against Philadelphia. Since week three, Since week three, after the 28-point and 27-point output in weeks one and two, a win and a loss against Jacksonville and Detroit, you know, it's been a lot of, eh, you know, it's been a a lot of average, mediocre point output, bottom line production, right? No matter what the reason is, it's, it's, it's something different usually every game. But the bottom line is, is, They need to, like you said, play ahead. They need to have their defense be very, very good, if not dominant, in order to win games coming up against the Giants, especially the 49ers, uh, Cleveland maybe even with Deshaun Watson and their running game back, uh, Dallas on the final. They need their defense to be, oh, better than it was yesterday. We're going to get to all of that. Because this offense still is defined by one thing. It's defined by a lack of consistent production. 
It's not terrible. It's not awful. It's not grotesque. It's not good. It's not productive enough. You mentioned Brian Robinson. He has had three excellent games in a row, starting with the Monday Nighter against Philadelphia. You could see it early in that game where he was using his legs a little bit differently. He was stiff-arming guys. He was getting to the outside. Yesterday, Pete, I didn't think they had a lot of success early on trying to run between the tackles, so they started bouncing it outside. He started bouncing some runs outside, not only by design, but also by Brian Robinson's athleticism. And right now, right here, as we sit here on this Monday morning post-Thanksgiving, the best thing about this offense clearly clearly, is its run game. And Brian Robinson is the story of the year and a guy that you can see why when I would come in from practice in May and June and the little bit that I was able to see in August, right, because of our schedule, I kept saying on the air, man, Brian Robinson looks good. I know it's only I know it's only workouts. They can't tackle. You never know about a running back until you can actually tackle, right? Every coach has told me that. Brian Robinson looks different. You know, talk to Randy Jordan, the running backs coach. Brian, his eyes lit up in June when I talked to him. Every time I would see him, I said, man, Pete, Brian Robinson can catch the ball out of the backfield better than the book on him. He's faster and quicker and more athletic than people think. He is not just three yards and a cloud of dust in between the tackles. Just roll over you. He is everything. He is everything that you ideally want outside of having the breakaway, breakaway speed that you saw Jacobs with the Las Vegas have yesterday, that you see with other running backs, Saquon Barkley, when he gets out into the... He's everything Mm -hmm. that you want. And right now, the story should be not what Taylor Heineke isn't, because we know what he isn't. We know he's not consistent. The story should be... The story should be... Brian Robinson was shot twice in a leg in mid-August... And not only didn't miss the whole season, but he might be their second-best offensive player. And it might not even be close right now. Maybe maybe you can make an argument, Mm. second-best, not close, too rich right now based on three games. But I'm talking about three games – the last three games, because you gotta you, you gotta give him something for the first couple of games back, Tennessee, Chicago, what have you, as he was feeling his remember, he was not a three-year veteran. He was a rookie right. who was shot twice in the leg. Forget about all that. The last three games, there's Terry McLaurin, and then there's Brian Robinson. I, I think I think I would I would argue that I believe Antonio Gibson is on the same plane based on what they ask him to do and what he's capable of doing when the ball's in his hands. That's fine. But that's a good problem to have, Chris. What's the one thing we've talked about over the years here is lack of playmakers. Lack of playmakers on the offensive side. Lack of speed and athleticism on the offensive side. Chris, now they have it. Now they have it. We knew they had McLaurin. Now you got two running backs. You got Dotson, who's getting back to speed now at wide receiver. You've got, I mean, you've got depth at that position that has allowed you, even when Dotson wasn't there, to keep making plays because of Curtis 
And and every game there seems to be this this one Deami Brown sighting per game, yeah. which they find, which is fine. And somehow they've managed. Somehow they've managed. Give Juan Castillo a lot of credit. We had a lot of questions about Juan Castillo taking over as the tight ends guy for a, a great coach. And despite all the injuries, those guys have produced when called upon for this football team right now. Yep. And it doesn't matter what situation, someone, somewhere, somehow right now, and not Sam Howe, but somehow, someone is making a play every week, whether it be offensively or defensively for this football team. Are they perfect by any means? Of course not. But at least right now, what they're doing is putting themselves in position to make the postseason. Ultimately, the question begs, are you in it just to be in it, or are you in it to try and win Lombardi's? Certainly they're not necessarily on the same level as the clubs that will challenge for that, but if you're in it, you got a shot at it. And as this year's NFL has proven, all you have to do is be in it, and you got a chance to win it. 301-230-0980. Your reactions, more thoughts from us. 301-230-0980. You can hit Russell on Twitter, at Russellmania621, at Mr. Underscore Me93 for Maddie and me, at Pete Medhurst. Let's get your thoughts on it, your initial reactions to winning another one by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin as they knock off Atlanta 19-13. Let's talk about it now on the Team 980 and streaming live for free. Take us wherever you go today on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. He's a very kinky quarterback. The kind you don't take home to mother. Just a couple of years ago, he was sleeping on a couch in his sister's room. Now he's the quarterback (laughs) of a playoff team. His record is 7-5 and and he is happy drinking bush light. He doesn't throw the ball far, but he is a winner. He throws it behind receivers, but he's a winner. And he smiles after the game and gives great interviews, but he's a winner. He's a winner. He's getting rich, too. With every win, 
Doesn't every win get him a buck twenty-five at comma zero zero zero? I think something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. If only every win by the Commanders got us a buck twenty-five. Yeah, I mean it probably does get us a dollar twenty-five. I, that's gonna say dollar twenty-five. Yeah. I mean, which is what I spent. Actually, I spent the dollar thirty-nine on my soda that I just. Yeah. Crossed. See, you know they for year for the last two years that soda's been a dollar. A dollar. I know. Inflation Thir- has even hit McDonald's thir- thirty-nine cents more now. I mean, it's a buck thirty-nine. That's a big price. Hike. I will say though. I will say though, you you have that soda, which is twenty two ounces of um, ice cold goodness. Yes, and a coffee too. Yeah, I mean, you wonder why I am up mm. and like literally all night long. I mean, I'm I, already on the watermelon water today, which is good for me. I so. keep forgetting that I have a watermelon uh, flavored. Uh, sparkling water beverage from Walmart that oh. I picked up specifically for you. Thanks. In my refrigerator, I keep forgetting it, but I do have. Ah, Russell reaching down. I don't have my normal headsets today. I do have my favorite yeah. cherry limeade. Uh, the one I brought you. The no, one I did well, remember I already, to bring in no, for you. I already killed that. I, I mean, know, but I'm just saying. I probably okay. Let, let me before we get back to the game, which is more important. On Saturday. Watching Ohio State, Michigan, all the rest of the college football, and WWE Survivor Series war games, I probably had almost an entire 12 pack of Diet Pepsi cans. Holy cow. Jeez. <laughs> and 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 I I think I had one of these two and something and, and a bunch of coffee. If you suddenly I, run out to uh, of the studio while I'm talking, I'll understand and I'll vamp until you get back. I I think Whoa. I got it all. I think I got it all out of my system Saturday night because I was up literally every 45 minutes. Um, if, I if, mean, if, if well, just... I'm sure Taylor Heineke's doing the same thing yeah. after consuming all, all that, that bush, bush light. light. Did in you see celebration. the picture? Did you see the picture he posted on on Instagram? It was like Bruce Allen stacks of of cases uh, instead of Coors Light. He used to have the Coors Light. Oh yeah, I did see that. Uh, yeah. I mean, Taylor had uh, looked like, like six of them. Stacked oh yeah. Up. I mean, last year it was Bud Light. I mean, they're all part of the Anheuser Busch family, but now it's Bush Light because everybody saw him with that. He talked about having Bush Light. So I mean. Boy gets his beer. And, and let me tell you something. If you keep winning games, no matter how ugly it is, you're going to get you're going to get your share of love, especially being that you're the quarterback, you're spunky, you're likable, you're the the you you are the common man. That's Yes, that's exactly why right. he is so popular in this fan base, is because He's the little engine that could. He's the guy that, all right, he was sleeping on his sister's couch. I don't believe it was in his sister's bedroom. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll just say that. Okay. All right. <laughs> which which, <laughs> which was the reference you made, okay? but Some websites any- <laughs> might uh, tell you that that's possible. But anyway, he was sleeping on his sister's couch, yes, doing his engineering degree uh, at ODU. By the way, by the way, did, did, did you know that – Coming up next after us, Scott Jackson and Doc Walker. Speaking of ODU, right? Scott Jackson, the voice of ODU. 
Yesterday, he was the voice of the Washington Commanders. I saw his wife post something about that. Huh. I didn't know until after the game. I didn't hear it because I'm obviously at the game yeah, working. I, and when I left but, Navy yesterday, I was listening to Wes Durham and David Archer uh, on the Falcons broadcast because I, I love Wes. I think Wes is the best, one of the best play-by-play men in America. Um, and and I mean, I, I know I was going to get more out of that broadcast uh, listening to it. So that was my plan the whole time. I had no idea Scott was on yeah. it. So. I, 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 again, have not heard it. Uh, he's coming in here at noon, uh, so you know we'll get to introduce we'll him up. We'll get to introduce him as the voice of the Washington Commanders for one uh, week, for at least one week. Uh, but anyway, um, so I don't believe Bram will be Wally pipped. Nah, probably not. Um, but, but anyway, like, look, Taylor Heineke. He, here's a couple of things, and then we'll get to the calls because we see y'all lining up. Heineke was. I thought he was great on the first drive. The throw, obviously, to Bates was tremendous. I thought he was terrific on that first drive. The first play, play action, Terry McLaurin, 26-yard seed, uh, right in that kind of cornerback safety area uh, of two deep, what have you. The throw to Robinson was led him enough, believe it or not, on a swing pass or on a swing pass to the flat. Taylor Heineke, and we saw one example of this, that is not his strength. He is not Mr. Accuracy when it comes to short passes. It's one of the things that drives me crazy the, so much about him, uh, and, and it's it's several things. But he was accurate on that particular throw. You mentioned the Diami Brown throw for 17 on the first drive. How about this? The offensive coordinator, which all the fans hate, Okay. Not only is he committed to the running game, which is the only thing that really works consistently for this team, not only has he done it with a lot of smoke and mirrors and a lot of different ways, and not only has he figured out early enough in games, hey, what's working, what's not working. Yesterday, again, he starts calling more outside zone runs as opposed to trying to run up the middle and up the between the tackles against Grady Jarrett and, and, and a five-man bear front. Uh, again, Scott Turner's not perfect. I've criticized him. You've criticized him. We've all criticized him. We all criticize everybody, right? But we got to give kudos where kudos is due. And yesterday when Atlanta came out and they expected the Washington Commanders to run it all over them from the start in a rain, in a steady rain. Now, on that first drive, the rain kind of let up. Then it picked up again right at the very end. Uh, it, it It was there. It was not there. The ground was wet already. They came out and they threw the pill all over the backyard. And that was not what anybody was expecting. As a matter of fact, I was on with Logan and Craig on the pregame show at 1130, and they were, like, teasing and setting it up. Oh, this is a game only Russell could love, you know, because both teams are going to win. And they did. Both teams ran the ball excellent. As Sheehan pointed out this morning, it was such a quick-moving game. We hit the two-minute warning in the first half before 2 o'clock for a game that didn't start until, like, 103. Yeah. Okay? But – They came out, and they not only wanted to throw the ball, they did throw the ball, and they threw it with excellent efficiency, excellent, excellent execution on that final drive. Again, the three biggest plays, Terry, Diami, then the touchdown pass to Brian Robbins, who absolutely trucked a defensive back at the five-yard line. Okay. Good start second series. I think it was two of two to start that series. Then things kind of got a little wonky with the pass rush, what have you. Here's the problem. The throw debates was really, really good, but they ran, 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 ran to set that up. Pete, outside of those sequences, the first drive, 
the start of the second drive and the throw to Bates. There was a lot of uh, in between. And again, I just say this. Against Atlanta, you can probably get away with. Uh, against the Giants, you might be able to get away with it, especially if Adoree Jackson is not there, uh, so on and so forth. Against Houston, you were able to get away with whatever, whatever, whatever primal noises I'm trying to make. Against San Francisco, against Dallas and your beloved Dan Quinn, against a team in the playoffs, you're probably not going to be able to get away with what Taylor Heineke regularly gets away with. Regularly gets away with mm-hmm. every game. There's not only the bad throws and the bad decisions that sometimes he gets a break on, as he did yesterday, uh, on the sideline throw on third and 15, which they should never be in that position, but they were. Sometimes you get away with that. But it's also the the periods of inefficiency, the drives of inefficiency where they go three and out or where every pass is an ugly duckling or a near disaster or there's something. And, and I'm not saying it's a lot better with Carson Wentz. I'm not because I know Carson Wentz has got many, many, many faults. But right now they do not have a quarterback that is capable of playing sustained, good, consistent, like humming type football. They do not have I will what say Kirk this, Cousins though. did to the New England Patriots yes, on Thursday uh, night. Understandable. But you know what, though? And I'll say this. Look at what's happening in Denver right now. Because that was the guy everybody yeah, wanted. I know. Now they've got defensive linemen screaming at Mr. GQ at quarterback there. And if you look around the league and and – you know, Joe and I were going over this last night on our It's College Football podcast, available on iTunes. Um, it ain't getting that much better. It's not getting much better. There are not a lot of golden signal callers around the corner either in you. college football. I mean, DJ Ui Ungalale, 8 of 29. He stinks. For Clemson. Okay? Like anybody that eight thinks for 29. Clemson is going anywhere. Anthony Richardson for Florida the other night, 9 of like 24. Yeah. Okay, though I his problem is he keeps getting. I mean, that's two years in a row coached by different people, different philosophy, which has kind of stunted his growth a little bit. I believe there's a talent in there somewhere, but Jordan Travis in the Florida State game, thirteen for thirty. So there's not this golden signal caller. Look at Stroud against Michigan. Okay, Bryce Young is great, but he's six foot tall. It's the say it's the Drew Brees syndrome. He might be Drew Brees, but that's a risk. Okay, so you got to do you got to deal with what you have right now. There's a lot of bad quarterback play around the league. Very few guys in that elite level. So the one thing our dude is at least doing is not losing games right now. That's true. That at least in itself is a positive when you look around the rest of the league. Let's get a sneak a phone call in here because we know. The surgeon is getting ready to perform surgery on Russell right here. What's up, Savah? I think I'm going to have to do a lobotomy on him. What ah! are you talking about, Chris? What do you mean? <laughs> and you There's know a lot of I lobotomy you, to get out so there, Savah. Come and get it. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, you better take out the big scalpel. <laughs> Yeah, I'm be like a chainsaw. You know, I did see that Dahmer series. So I got a little tips now. You know, 
I got some tips. If I was your husband, and, uh, I'd be yeah, careful. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing I got to get some matches to absorb the odor. Oh. <laughs> he obviously didn't know how to do that. Uh, anyhow, listen, you just complain, complain. He is doing what his coaches say no. to do. I was telling, um, I was telling uh, Kevin this morning, I looked it up, 10 less pass attempts per game. Okay, six games each. Carson has 61 more pass attempts than Heineke. Pass completion, every um, the yards per completion, Heineke 6.8. Your big arm boy, 6.4. So he's better at it than uh, Carson. Uh, one has uh, 10 touchdowns and I think like six interceptions, and the other one is seven and five. Um, so very comparable. And it, to say that Taylor, if he needed to, couldn't um, score and throw, well, he did it against the Colts, down two scores. He did it last season against the Giants, scored 30, scored 30 against Atlanta. See, he can do right. a lot of the stuff. He's capable of doing it in. Do. He's capable of doing yeah. it in spots. He's just not consistent. Period. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's capable of doing it in spots where he's asked to do it. He's not been asked so, to do it. So, so, so why would he so, do that? Wait, so what you're saying is, yesterday, yeah. after they came out throwing mm-hmm. all over the place on the first series, and he executed brilliantly. Right. Scott Turner said, right. uh, called down on the on on the phone and said, "Hey Taylor, um, uh, um, Bud, do, do you mind not yeah. throwing the football anymore? Is is that well, what he, happened? He called running plays, didn't he? We only ran no, 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 no. twenty three pass plays. No, actually, on the second series, he was throwing the ball all over the place and he almost was picked off twice because okay. he was under pressure. Minute, not twice. Yeah. Okay." First of all, and then throw a terrible interception, and then throw a terrible interception at the end of the first half. Missed two wide open guys crossing the field, wide open. They would have been open for thirty yards. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers missed his guy wide open. I understand that, Savah. I I mean, listen, I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying Taylor Heineke is good in spots. That's it. He's good in spots. He's not consistently good. Now, listen, Atlanta would have rather have him. Okay. I think he's comparable to Daniel Jones. You're comparing him to Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota sucks. He stinks. That's my point. What else is out there? You, you. Well, I'm not saying nothing else is out there. You act like everybody else is filet mignon. No, no, no. I'm not saying anybody else is. See, it's this because I'm allowed to complain. I'm allowed to say and be honest that he's not consistent. He's not. And neither is the defense. And neither are receivers. The and neither defense is, is largely so consistent. The they weren't great yesterday, but they're largely consistent. They're largely Answer consistent. The no, running game has no, been largely consistent when given the opportunity. Me, you know why? Because of third down conversions that he's doing on the pass plays. you got to give him credit. Now, if we lost this game, you said so yourself, you'd be looking for a change at quarterback. Why? If we lost this game, it would have been the defense or the kicker's fault. I guarantee you, yet, if they if would have lost this game, game we Ron, won despite Heineke. You, you know, you know who would have been looking to make a quarterback change, and you can laugh at me all you, you want, Ron Rivera. Well, he's a dum dum well, because he, he is. Taylor saved his job again, and he saved uh, the uh, uh, Scott Turner's job at the end of the um, at the end of the game. When it was five to six minutes left to go. Why did they just run, run, Sabah. run, and then throw a short pass on third and eleven? Sabah, you That's know, lost us the game. Sabah, you know, you know, we love you. They went a hundred and forty-five plus minutes without a passing touchdown. 
in in Who cares? two and a half games. They moved the ball. No, no, no. I care. He did what his coach is I care. No, no, no. He's not he a robot. He's not a pre-programmed robot where they go do, 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 and just program the wires in the back in his back. I mean, he's a he, he's he a quarterback. Do the plays called. I, okay, you but you don't know what the plays are called. You don't now know what the plays are called, you and you're forgetting yards. about all of the inefficiency in the passing game. You're fe- you're you're forgetting Every about the pa- the passes that he does have. He's not great at, and that's why they call you know more how runs. Many points San Francisco scored how many points? San Francisco thirteen, scored, but they, they didn't need 13. to score any points. Okay. I, nobody's saying Jimmy Garoppolo's better at anything other than looking like a Hollywood hunk and a subway spokesperson. Nobody's saying right, that, we'll but Jimmy Garoppolo wins disagree. because of the team around him. We'll hey, listen, Taylor disagree. Heineke is winning because of the team uh, because he's not doing the ultimate backbreaking thing, and because of the and team around him, and he's helping, fight. he's contributing, but he's not winning games by himself or largely by All himself. Not that many quarterbacks do, but one. okay, two and four and five and one. That's only fine. one thing changed: the quarterback. That's fine. Okay. That's it. Two and four and five and one. All right. You know the we love you. The is the only thing that changed. You know we right. love Let you. you oh, we just disagree. I you know. know. I mean, I, I just disagree. I respectfully Sorry. disagree. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Right, Thanks, Go Bob. cut some livers out today. 301 230 She's going to send a machete up to my house. <laughs> As long as she's not the hands on the other end of it. <laughs> she can send you a gift, but as long as she's not slinging it. My goodness. As long as she's not slinging it, you've still got a chance. Russell's got to look at what's trending. Slinging Sabah. <laughs> All right, we'll start off with uh, Monday Night Football tonight. Pittsburgh and the Fighting Jeff Saturdays. Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts, Pat Ryan and Jonathan Taylor crew. Uh, coverage underway, 730 on the 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, over here on the Team 980, 645, we have Dave Johnson, Glenn Consor, and company. The Wizards hosting the Timberwolves after another disappointing Sunday night in Boston for the Wiz. Again, on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. World Cup Soccer, Ghana beating South Korea 3-2, Serbia and Cameroon 3-3 tie, Brazil, Switzerland coming up at 11. The U.S. men's national team fights for their survival tomorrow at 2 uh, on uh, the, uh, in the World Cup against Iran. And that's what's trending. The trending report is brought to you by the Maryland Vehicle Theft Prevention Council, Maryland drivers, did you know a vehicle stole every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland? The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car. Take your key. Use an anti-theft device. Learn more about vehicle theft protection at mdautotheft.org. Can't hurry, love. You can't hurry Taylor Heineke to Aaron Rodgers' status. But what he's doing right now is winning football games. Washington is 7-5. Some would say the best team in the NFC right now, the biggest threat to winning the NFC, might be the 49ers. That record is similar, but 
Philadelphia again showed you last night when they needed to make a play, they were able to make a play. It's going to line for our man Little's in town. What's up, Little? Oh, man, Pete, thank you for taking my call. Chris, let me help you and Sabaj out, man. Look, I, Chris, man, I'm still seeing it. I'm still seeing, man. Every time he dropped five, six, seven steps, man, that was almost an interception. Pete, or, I mean, Chris, on all those calls, on plays you call out, play action. And, look, I did a little math. I was trying to get into Kevin and let Kevin see him because he's a stat man. Man, Heineke is 30, 34 for 52 play action. Man, do the math. They misusing them, man, and it's sad because um, I'm sitting home and I'm wondering on that on that fourth and two or that third and two, one two, boom to 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 turn McClure, That's his game, Pete. Yeah, man, don't have the arm strength to drop seven steps back and try to wing it to the sideline. That's that Dallas Cowboy offense that he got this man in the shotgun taking a seven step drop. One more, one other thing, June. I ain't heard nothing from my man Robert from Charm City. He calls in all the time. Oh, this is what the commanders should be doing. Let me tell you what they should do. Come on, Robert. I know you didn't got rid of them leftovers from Thanksgiving because the Ravens sure took it on the chin, Robert. But look, let me say one, let me say one other thing. I'm trying to calm you down, Pete. Saturday, man, look, we have the first 100 people to come by the Smash Burger joint to try the new – uh, what's the All new right. burger? Damn, man. I'm up. The new Brazil, the we, new steak we, Brazil burger. We love burger. you, little, but you we, you know, like burger? we've got rules around here. <laughs> we got to let you run, man. We, we, I, we got rules around here. We can't, like, you know, I mean, we love you. We can't, you know, kind of do that, like every phone call. I got to find, you know, here's the bad thing. See, I got a game. My game's at VMI on Saturday. So that's Lexington, Virginia, which is a long time on the road for me. Saturday. I don't know if I'd get back in time based on what time the game is, but I'll definitely try and get by there if I can do that at some point. Second hour of the show, Jay Gruden leads us off here in 10 o'clock hour on touchdown at 10, and then more of your calls as Washington improves to 7-5. and five. They continue to thrive right now in the NFC. And, yes, if the playoffs were today, Washington would be the number seven seed in the NFC, and the entire NFC East would be in the playoffs. Jay Gruden next, right here on Touchdown at 10 on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 